This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Folks, if you'd like a copy of my best-selling first book, Tales of a First-Round Nothing, head on over to ecwpress.com. If you'd like a copy of my second book, Tales with TR, Fights, Film, and Folklore, head on over to www.flankerpress.com. If you'd like either copy personalized, just add a note. Thanks for listening to my podcast, and happy reading. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Tales with TR, episode 178B. I'm your host, Terry Ryan Jr. We're now available on YouTube. Check it out under the Hockey Podcast Network, THPN, and uh, lots of other great podcasts uh, as well. Right now, I'm here with my co-star, On Shorzy. Actually, I hate using that word, co-star. It implies that I'm a star, and that's not the case. But we're co-actors, let's say that. So uh, uh, Jacob, quote-unquote, Fish Smith. Uh, Jacob, nice to have you here, buddy. Always fun. So how has your time off? So for those that don't know, I guess we shot season two in April, May. You've been back, I think, in Florida since, right? Am I wrong? Uh, fill me in. How you been? Yeah, it's been good. Um, married in Florida, for those that don't know. Just living the dream out there, having a good time, enjoying the beach. Um, what part? Uh, about half an hour north of Fort Lauderdale, a little, little town called Boynton Beach, little town, about 50,000 people, but right on the coast. And, and you moved there because where are you from originally? I'm from Sudbury. I'm from, from Sudbury. I'm from here, uh, yeah. born and raised, lived in Kingston after, you know, started my hockey career in Kingston for the Frontenacs and all that stuff, and then uh, traveled around and then. After that, I just uh, met Olivia, and then from there, we just said, okay, let's go live in Florida. That's where she's from. So, Wow, yeah. interesting. Yes. Uh, from Sudbury to Florida. What was your favorite part of season two? Favorite part, filming or this, uh, watching it? Watching. 
favorite part. I, I'm a sucker for the end of the the season when they have the recap recap of everything that happened. I, I just love that. I think it touches me emotionally. You know, it just throws me back to when we filmed it, and I just really enjoy those parts. Yeah, it honestly, he's got a way about him. Uh, that's what I I said for, for Jared to be able to make like I I get emotional watching it, and when I read. To be honest with you, when I read this, but I got really, really emotional at the end of this one, where I'm talking about season three, folks. Uh, yeah. For those watching on YouTube, that's we all get presented these. This is basically season three. Well, it is. It's all the scripts, and we read through. So now some of it hit home at the end because I've known guys. I, I've had. It reminded me of certain people, mm-hmm. you know couple that aren't with us anymore and it sort of added a little bit of, of, of punch uh, you know when it comes to a somber tone but but it's funny and what I find genius about it really I don't throw that word around but for a show that you know I mean it's a lot of it's Shorzy's chirps and you might even I mean it, there's comedy but it it, it, it it veers towards like the crude at times and, and it's hard to bring a show like that back to that point that you speak of, I often like Dennis Leary in, in Rescue Me. He often could make a, a, a joke out of such a, 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 a negative and, and somber and, and tragic situation, being like 9 11 and firefighters. And but you know, within there, like you to, mar- to be able to marry such an emotional roller coaster, I think is mm-hmm. really hard to do in six episodes. And Jared's done it twice, and it looks like he's going to do it again. Um, you as an actor, because you are now, you're in the union, right? You got in? Yeah. Okay. Um, what would be your goal beyond this? I'm curious, because I was the only one really in the acting union, and I wasn't, I didn't think of myself as an actor. It was a job I had at home. I was crew more than anything, and I get they gave me a chance to go in and do the odd stunt and get paid a bit more for it. That's really the only reason. But now that we're actually probably going to get some opportunities, are you looking to pursue it beyond this? I think so. I, um, I, you know, Jared and I had a conversation last year where he uh, he gave me a phone number, a couple phone numbers to talk to agents and and whatnot, and and there's one that I want to work with going into the new year. So it's definitely something, but it hasn't been that that calling, you know, that little pull that's like, okay, you know, it's time now. I, I haven't wanted to throw myself completely into it, and I know what show business is like from from being in it, and I know how how much of a grind it is and the auditions and, and certain roles you got to play. And, and it's just not quite pulling me in that direction yet. Now that being said, I haven't been, you know, in it a while. I don't know what it's like and maybe I can try my hand at it. But uh, right now I'm just happy where it's at with Shorzy and, you know, maybe in the future it's again, um, Andrew and Dola, we, we talk about it too, about like n- we're not actors by trade and they're thinking about, you know, pursuing something. I mean, I don't know. Dola's got his music, so maybe not him, but Andrew's always talked about it, but nothing like super concrete in the future. Yeah, you're young too, and uh, it's great because something like this, I don't think there's many professions, and it is a grind. I love you, that where people yeah. have no idea how yeah. much of a grind. They have no idea how much of a grind it is. They don't. I'm forever grateful. It's a f- unreal job. Let's be serious, but it's a grind. And if you want to give everything to like, you know, being a full time, but it, it's, 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 it's a grind. It's a grind. Um, where was I going with that? 
Ah, uh, God. Oh, so it's, I find it with, with the acting in the film industry, like now you know, it's something that you can pop back into. Like I, it, I'm, a, I'm not explaining this well. If I'm a, if, if I'm, a, if I have a trade, I don't know, a welder, a plumber, I don't know if I get, am I, I'm a lawyer, if I'm a teacher, it's hard to remove yourself from any of those professions, try something else and then go back. Oh, okay. I think I want to be a lawyer again, right? Or yeah, you know, I'm going to go back now to my welding job. Well, you know, we we needed you then. Now we don't. It's going to be hard to get a job again, whatever it might be. But when it comes to acting, because each season of a film or each, each movie, they're little spurts. It's a grind, but that's why there's time off and, and a good amount of it on, on sets, because um, you know, it's so much of a grind. But and where was I going? Oh, but yes, there, it, you can go a month or two at a time, right? And then you can kind of come out and come back in, and then you can kind of see which should I work on this, or maybe I'll, I'll I'll audition for this, or maybe there's a crew job here. So for you, I didn't take that like you you, you don't realize the opportunity. You're just thinking like I I'm not going to give it everything right now. And you seem to be someone that goes all in when you're passionate about exactly, something. Exactly, hundred percent. And that's that's another thing too. And where I was talking about the grind, it's a grind to be here for six weeks. It's a lot of fun. I mean, there's there's people who grind in the mines. There's people who grind, you know, doing a, a million list of jobs. I'm not saying it's a terrible job being an actor, but I'm saying a grind in between jobs, like the having to audition and and put yourself out there and get the constant nos and you know just kind of meet new people and, and do that thing. Like, I mean, the, yeah. the process in that is, is, you know, it's, it's a grind because now you got to keep an eye on the way you look and how you represent yourself. And like, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of like very self, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's very like self, uh, self-centered. Like it's very I, self-centered. I, I know what you mean. And you're look, uh, when, when I say grind, the biggest thing like, that was wild, you use that word and I'm, I was trying to think of it because, yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess you could associate that with a lot of jobs. But I find, and I'm into it, like Fish, when I, when I go back, I do have this pod, but like I go back, I audition for, and for those that don't know, I get like one thing for every 10 I audition for. Yeah. A, that's a grind. And you're always working and you don't know when you're going to get paid again. So, you know, like, I don't know, I, I know a lot of actors that if they're really into it, which you should be if you if that's your profession, you know, you're always, uh, uh, you're looking for different roles, you're, you're reading scripts, you're reading how to be a better actor, you're I take lessons on the side. Um, you're, you're always kind of, like, it's, it's hard to separate yourself at any point of the day because, you know, oh, okay, that paid well, but I better get this or else I'm not working for three weeks. Uh, Maybe not two months if I don't get, you know, like yeah. it, it, that's kind of what I mean. Like the anyway. contracting idea of it and having to be on, you know, certain month to month stints. Like even for this, it's like, okay, well, like, you know, it's up in the air right now with season four. Yeah. You know, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be great if we knew like, oh yeah, we're a hundred. Totally. That's you know? what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. Right. Then you'd be like, okay, okay. you kind of plan around yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I know <laughs> I, I have know. X amount of money coming in six months from now. It's not like that. Right. You know, you have yeah. to kind of, it's all on what production wants and. Yeah, this it's just an interesting industry to to get myself into. So if I'm going to dive in 100%, I think 
I think it's something I have to be 100% on. It's not something I can just dip my toe in and be like, yeah, I want to be an actor, but I don't really want to do these auditions and I don't really want to yeah. put myself out there on social media and I don't really want to have to go through all this stuff. It's like, no, you got to go through the anxieties and everything. Where's the next paycheck coming from? Like, There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that a lot of people don't understand. So. Yes, it's actually really interesting. Um, I never used to watch the, uh, you know, you get the DVDs, no one gets them anymore, obviously. But there are ways to watch like the making of, and I just say DVDs because each one would have like a little bit added to it. It might be just five minutes, but it's like a little bit about the make. I watch those all the time now because I have a, a better appreciation for what goes on, and it is quite interesting. I find it all really interesting. There's so many departments. There's full departments that you wouldn't even think are there and that you know there's like 20 people in there um anyway uh moving on your first school dance do you remember when it was what a question uh i do yeah uh so i was probably grade seven or eight i yeah. think it was and uh yeah that was just an interesting time like what where are you getting out with that like you want to know like oh i was, was just like? curious i don't know you look like like where is your hair always long you're a good looking guy you're you're you're, you're uh you seem to, to always give off a positive vibe, even if you're in a bad mood, you're, you have you have that way about you, and you just I, you seem to me like you'd be grooving. You'd be one of the first people on the dance. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate scene. that. Maybe the confidence wasn't as high when I was younger, but now uh, looking back, I, I remember it when you said that is what it came to mind. So it was the everybody wanted to dance with like three of the girls right mm. that's that's a standard i'm pre i'm preaching to a lot of people right now i'm telling the story of a lot of yeah. grade sevens and grade eights there's about three or four <laughs> girls that that is like oh i'd be I, listen i'll dance with the seventh or eighth but like uh, like the top three is like that's the where the where, you know the milk yeah. and honey but so we we wanted to you know see if we could dance and there dance with one of them and then I remember thinking, like, man, it would be really nice if I could dance with the second one. I ended up dancing with the second one. And then, but I, like, I have all these thoughts running through my head when you said that, but it wasn't as like, um, like get down and dance kind of situation. It was more about like, let's see how many girls I can dance with back yeah, then, you know? Yeah, totally. It's all about perspective. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it, that was a wild time. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of perspective, uh, because yeah, you're either like one dance, if I think back and not that I was even thinking about this, but until you just said that, like there's one that I remember Def Leppard. I remember like the dance and everything. I was just kind of, but the, the, the two that I'm, I'm talking about the real early grade six, it was for me, the two others that I was chasing a girl. I don't remember anything about the songs. It was just all about, Okay. First of all, I wasn't like eager to dance because it was just terrible dancing. <laughs> terrible. I, it, really, it, you terrible dancer? Oh, those grade six. It was just a girl, girls line up on this side, guys on the other, and just like back and forth. Oh, hand on the shoulders. Yeah, dancing. real, real terrible yeah. kind of stuff. You're not even really dancing. No. But I remember that trying to overcome my fear to do it. Yeah. To do that, I remember going all in, and I was terrified. Like I hate heights. Like I was riding a roller coaster. But now, but I always went for it. Now, now things are different. Yeah, no, it, it, at, a, at a point, they were like it for a while, though, like yeah. a while, like even when, when I first even was in pro and everything. But at some point, I, I, yeah, I just at some point, it's trial and error and experience people experience. I'm not saying it's any more successful, but my feelings, I, my anxiety, because like, anxiety, 
people say anxiety, it, it, there are many situations in life. And sometimes it's not overall anxiety. I get a lot of it, right? Like I always have. I'm highly strong. Some of it's nervous energy. I channel it well. I'm not complaining about it. But I'm saying once I started to be have confidence and realize like if I strike out, which I did lots, you know, but uh, many girls would prefer me just to be honest and go up and, you know, hey, you're pretty, really. I don't know much about you, but I hope you're nice as well. Do you want to drink? Let's, or whatever it would be. But I, I, after a while then, I found that, say, and, and, and that I think gives you confidence for other things, yeah, you know? Yeah, and air, yeah. Oh, big exactly, big exactly. Big so big I, I'm not trying to present this like I'm Mr. Big Wheel, <laughs> but definitely I think that, I, I definitely think I became a little bit more successful with women after that yeah. because they can pick up on that and they'd ra they'd rather just the not all of them I know but some yeah. would just rather you know okay sure you ask it, it's the old adage that's like after ten thousand hours you're an expert at something or whatever it's like you you work hard at anything you get good at it but I mean it's funny having to talk about girls and dancing but well it's it, or or I could I could say that about. Uh, Buying a car. Checkers. I know I could say it about buying a car. I, yeah. I, I found that really, I didn't like the process because I could never talk someone down. Mm -hmm. I could never, like, I, I didn't like that. Like, it's very similar. Yeah. Same thing, no sexual goal. This was just, like, something that happens in life. Certain situations, yeah. you know, you can actually talk somebody down. We're talking about a lot of money, so it's smart. You've got to do it. It's not like a sunglasses yeah. on the beach somewhere down south, right? You're talking about... Something was going to be tens of thousands of dollars. And I would go in and, geez, I'd walk out of there and they'd sell me extra stuff. Yeah, I know. I got that. You know? Yeah. yeah. But then after a while, yeah, right? Man. You're like, okay, 100%. listen, Paul, come on. Yeah. I know you got your job to do and I yeah. do, but I'm going to say this. You're going to say that. Where yeah. can we honestly meet? And it becomes normal to do that. Oh, That's why I often say, like, when kids are, like, interviewed, like, I know myself. I know, like, I remember there being a camera in my face. And it's fine. Like, whatever. I'm talking about, say, the Montreal Canadiens thing. And even just a few years later, but now I'm going, like, there was no business asking me anything other than, like, what was going on in the hockey on the mm -hmm. ice that day. Like, so much of me has changed. It, it, it's, and I get what it, it's almost not embarrassing, but it's amazing to me that I lived in that body. And it's pre everything I just told <laughs> you, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Every, like, that's just yeah. two little parts of life yeah. that I, and there's so many other things. Oh, yeah. yeah, the elements. Right? I'll Imagine you, you wrote a book. <laughs> you could write a book. I told you. Yeah, I will. Maybe one day. You really could. We'll see. And um, I think now my book would be. Uh, you know what I'd like? Yeah, it would be. But what I'd like it to be, I would like it to be this. If you could ever, this is my idea. Okay. So Fish and I talk about, and I don't want to get this. I told him before, we're not going to talk about religion and existentialism and everything because I just, I do it a lot. The other day I went off on something. And I don't want to do that. Um, I'll, I'll do it in the future. And, and we did it all more last time. Private conversation. But yes, more of a private conversation. But you know, like me, like you know the religious side. I mean, I grew up Catholic school and everything. Now, I, like I said, I'm spiritual. I, I, I believe, my just personal belief, that all the religions are kind of onto something. I, but there's some higher power that I, I just can't tie it to anything. I, these individual stories of in each religion, I don't really buy. But that's me. But what I'm saying is that... There's, and you've seen the world from both sides too. Mm -hmm. So the common denominator, like I, I would like, because it, it, you, you could go like for every person that's like heavy into faith that let's just say we're Christian, let's just say Catholic, right? 
you could take a story there and then you could take a story from a, an agnostic that's got a really similar thread, right? And then you could take a story from a Buddhist mm -hmm. and then a story from an atheist. But yet it's like, and maybe focusing on the common denominators rather than, because I find the, the crazy thing about religion is that most of them are meant to unite, but the first thing brought up is the differences between them. When the, when the, when the similarities are so obvious and full of love, right? right? Who's right, who's wrong. Yes. Yeah, I think, I think religion is more of an idea where spirituality is more of an experience. And now, you know what? Okay, let's remember this. Where are we? 1810. <laughs> because that right there, like if you were famous like Ty Cobb or something, you used to get all his quotes, you know, there's quotables and everything. That right there could be a t-shirt. <laughs> I don't remember what you just said even, but uh, yeah, smoked uh, a little bit of a joint myself before <laughs> we started. Uh, religion is more about something and spirituality about the yeah, religion. Religion is more of an idea where spirituality is more of an experience. God, I'm telling you, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's real good. Yeah, if this was an interview right now, that would be the quote in the paper tomorrow. Yeah, I, I, it, that's just been my experience. Mm -hmm. it's simple, simple as that. And I, I don't, you know, throughout my experience, I won't get too much into detail. Maybe we can have a part two of this and we can go into that. But yeah. it, it's just, it, I think that's all that needs to be said for those who you know want want to know what the what the thread is. Everybody has a different experience spiritually and they tie it to an idea which is religion yeah yeah and and it, it, you know you know what i do a lot so like like i said i i'm intrigued by religion and i think if it just knowing nothing 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 and going in buddhism or at least little shards of it because again there's different factions of each religion it, it is a lot about um you know energy and 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 everything's kind of connected in the, in the universe and the, the living things anyway, like then there's positive energy to give off. And, you know, I'm really lightly tiptoeing here, but that's, that's kind of, so, but for, but for a while it was like pick a mantra, say I'm into the Beatles and George Harrison clearly went through some kind of life change when he went and saw the Maharishi and, you know, yeah. uh, just opened himself well, to different LSD cultures and different and religions. Yeah. Right. Like and, and, and yeah, all that. So, but and and then you know they came up with a mantra and everything and I used to honestly try that I tried um, meditating not searching for anything I was just mm -hmm. curious about these things because uh, since eighteen I've had a I'm fascinated mm -hmm. when I'm a kid but I'm just saying since like when I was eighteen I looked back at going to Catholic school and everything and like I said it fascinated me more than anything but anyway what it ended up being so for me say like I often turn off all the lights, okay, and put on soothing music for me. I love Mazzy Star. There's an album, So Tonight, that I might see. Mazzy Star, like real tranquil kind of, I don't even know, dream-like music. Right. And uh, But sometimes it might be um, the Beatles or, or, or whoever. It's usually, usually slower, really kind of, like I said, dreamy-like songs. Could be could be a Van Morrison album. Yeah. But I do that. Helps me breathe better, mm -hmm. and that, and then I realized I'm like when I do that, I'm achieving what all these people when I'm reading what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So we're not all the, like, you know yeah. right. That, it's yeah, the experience exactly. Yeah. And say when you, it, and when I some of the songs might mm -hmm. remind me of one of my buddies that passed on. Let's say B.J. Young, yeah. and sometimes I do it knowing it, and I know that 
I can have a closer, like, you know, I'll, I'll go, okay, like, because it's just really about me relaxing and everything. Mm -hmm. And I turn on the, turn off the lights and I might turn on, I don't know, Hotel California that me and him used to listen to uh, when we were yeah. billeted together. And, you know, and it's a different experience and yeah. it, it brings me a little bit closer to him. I feel what you're saying. Right? Yeah. So that's, that's in itself well, <laughs> a little bit spiritual. I, I, don't, yes, but... I, don't, I don't care who you are and how much you can scoff at somebody who, you know, believes in religion or believes in spirituality. At the end of the day, we're spiritual. Like, I don't think you can't discredit. 95% of the population. I just, you can't do it. You, you just, the way you experience, I could sit down with you for three days straight and I promise you at the end of those three days, we'll see something spiritual within you where you're not going to yeah. believe we're anything short of that. So those spiritual experiences are still moving through you, whether you want to be a, a UFC fighter and who doesn't want to like, you know, allow yeah, yeah. themselves to go there or a fireman. I don't like a, works in the mine and like, Oh, your buddies like at the end of the day, we're spiritual beings. So like, I, I, to me, I find so much interest and intrigue in that. So I could talk about that forever. But anyways, that's just... Uh... No, no, that's great. Uh, and uh, I find that it, it's always um, an open-minded conversation yeah. with you. That's why I think you're a real smart guy. So speaking of the car dealership, so did I tell you what happened last year? Yeah. I was going to buy... Remember, I, I just told you I get nervous. I used to around the car salesman. Like dealing with money. You're dealing with money. So... But last year, so I walked in. Before you start the story, do you think car dealers, like the, the, the salesmen, know how intimidated we are when we go in? Because I just bought a car last year too. Do you think they know? Because I feel like they want to sell the car, but the, the process of going in and buying the car, knowing you're going to full well and they're trying to negotiate is intimidating. And I know. they have the cards. They Like, we think we have the cards because we're coming in with the money, but like, we're... See, I know. I, I totally, I've thought about this. Like, and if I was, you know what, it, knowing what I know, what I think, then if, if someone walked in and I was a car salesman, I would honestly go over and go, listen, like, here's my card. Here's my card. I get it. I, I know you don't want to be hounded. I wouldn't either. Yeah. But there are nice cars here. You wouldn't have walked in. Yeah. Here's my card. If you need me, I'm over there. That's it. But I'm not going to hound you. Yeah. That's the way I would do it. But I've never been approached like that. Too. So they must, well, <laughs> I guess there's a similar thread. There's a similar thread. Yeah. I've often kind of said that, though. I've said that. Yeah. And, you know, with girls that play the, you know the game like you guys do it too but you know um yeah. you know they make you send them a message they don't get back to you like it's a big thing for for two days or whatever and yeah. i'm just like yeah oh here it is yeah anyways oh i kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways yeah. sorry I, I get i go down that road okay <laughs> sorry um okay so i walk in Walk into the car dealership last year remember because i was looking for the white jeep for penny lane yep and i promised penny lane this white jeep now, thinking, knowing that Jeeps are expensive, even used ones, and I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to have a chance to really do this. But she, she saw the movie Frozen, so I guess she was two. Like, this was like 2011 or 12. And ever since that, I don't know why I put the two together, but I remember loving a white Jeep, right? We used to put the dolls in there, and she associated it with the show Frozen, even though there's no fucking Jeeps in Frozen, Disney. But so for that long, we've been saying it. Yeah. Right, but then, then I went through. Then we, Danielle and I lost our house. I moved to Ontario. Like we got divorced. She was renting. I was renting a place like a pit for like six hundred bucks. There was no chance I was even going to get a house, let alone a jeep. We were paying off bills, stupid stuff. We, we, 
we did it together. Like Danielle and I always embraced that. Like we made, we took some chances. We just invested it poorly, our money. And anyway, what's done is done. But, but then I started to, you know, Momoa really helped me get into the, the, the acting side. And I started to make a little bit of money. And when Danielle moved uh, three years ago now to be, she just came home, but she moved to Alberta for two years. And, you know, at first it was a move. I went to my lawyer and I said, you know, she can take Penny Lane. No, never got to this, Mm -hmm. but I just, as a, as a parent putting a fence up. Mm -hmm. So he said, it'd help if you had a house. And I found this nice little, it's tiny, but it's a story behind it. But anyway, I found this place and then I had a house. So I bought it. So it's only 650 square feet, but it's perfect. We love it. It's got a fire fire pit out back. It's a little trail and a river going through. It's awesome. And so that was season one kind of help with that. Mm-hmm. And then after season, where we were doing season two, I figured, okay, now it's possible that I can afford this, you know, because I'm getting the pod made more advertising. I was always, like I said, nervous, like we talked about with the, with the acting. I was like never ready to do that. And I owed so much from previous that it just didn't right. seem possible. Yeah. But then right through this and then doing some appearances and stuff, it was, you know, when I do these appearances, you know what I mean? You get paid in, in clumps. Like mm-hmm. you, you might not do one for three weeks, but then you get paid 3,500 for, you know, so it's mm-hmm. like you get, but then I was like, okay, so each time that would happen, I would put it, and I'm like, okay, now I got enough money to put down. Mm-hmm. I didn't want any more than $200 payments every couple of weeks. I'm like, I can do this. Yeah. So I saw one last year when we were talking about it in the room, remember? Yeah. I said, I'm going to go in and ask about it. Was that the one in Oakville? Is that? Well, no, no, no. The one in Oakville was the one I nearly bought. You got a, how do you, yeah, you got a great memory. Well, oh, you're seeing, you're seeing the board beg, clearly. My wife would beg to differ. But well, no, that is the one in Oakville. <laughs> I, I, God, I didn't mention that in passing, but that's yeah. the one I nearly got. Um, the one there was what there was a one here uh, at a place not far from where we're sitting, and so I walked in. Okay, they didn't come over and help me, mm. and I was like, okay, and I waited, and I went, hey, sir, and I waited. Okay, oh, and I'm... do you remember this? Yeah. So <laughs> I was over there. I grabbed a couple of mints out of the jar. I was chewing on them, sitting on the couch there, waiting for these people. Right in the right in the dealership, with like you know, there's cars in there. There's a secretary, and there's people walking around, and there's nobody in there. And I'm in and out like 15 minutes. Anyway, the guy comes over, and he asks me to leave, and I'm like, that's not very fucking nice. I came in here. What you don't think I can buy? A car? And then I thought about it. Okay, so we just come from. I was in only like for like an hour that day. Really rare. Usually we're on set for like at least 12. We can go like 15. Like you got to go in and do it all. And they might as well get all your scenes in one day, right? So, I mean, they want to do it the best way they can. The money, uh, time, whatever is the most efficient. So it's very rare that you go in for like one scene in, a, in the morning. It's usually when they fucked up. But anyway, it was one of those days. So I'd come from, so I'd had no tooth in. You know those gloves I wear with, yeah, the, with, with, the, fingers with the fingers out? The fingerless gloves. Yes. And then I had that backpack on that had like a patch on it. Uh, and I was in there going to town. I was starving. But, uh, you know, Max was waiting for me in the car and we were going over to AMW after because it was something close. We had to go back for pictures oh, or Max something. Oh, Max was in the car the whole time? Ma- Max was coming to get me. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we were going somewhere. I forget. And, uh, yeah. But anyway, I know that I was. Go- we were going to eat somewhere close right after. Anyways, but I was starving, so they had mints and yeah. stuff. So not only did they think I was a hobo, they thought I was in there for the free food. 
right? It was cookies, and then there was a coffee. So Did I, you, you I grabbed it was like little cookies, coffee, and then like a few mints. And I went over and I was just like munching on just them. munching on them. Yeah, and the guy asked me to leave, and so yeah, so I left. Anyway, you didn't say what? I did afterwards. Yeah, I went over. I didn't realize it. I'm telling you, I didn't realize it till I got out of there. And I believe it was Max. Yeah, but like the, the red flag wasn't him asking you to leave. No, I didn't. I didn't think about it. I just said what I. I. I thought it was a time thing, or they were acting like they were too busy. Oh. I still didn't put it together, and I was like, "Well, that's not you. Don't you don't." And then I thought maybe thinks I, I'm a student and I'm wasting their time because I had like vans on and a yeah. and a backpack. Now I'm not aware of my own like like I'm not aware of obviously no self awareness. Yeah. If I just looked in the mirror, but you right? think he could have. Still asked you like, what, like, are you uh, yeah. looking for a car? You know, like the it first thing yeah, he was, said. No, no, was, it, 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 yeah, I, I don't know what the first thing he said, but it wasn't anything about a car. I was, I asked him first. Like he, he came remotely over, like yeah. in my direction, and I was like, hey, you know, I'm here. Like you, you've been, and I said, I'm like, I just, just curious about a white jeep. Yeah. Right now, then, I don't know where he went. He came back shortly after, I guess. Maybe he went and asked somebody, and they assumed that I, I wasn't in the position to buy one. I, I really don't know. Wow! And then he just came out and said, "No, we're just gonna have to ask you to leave." And I was like, "Well, fuck you then." Like, and then I was like, "Well, the, I said something really sarcastic, or I might have even cursed." Wow. But then I thought, "Now I'm out anyway, so I'll just leave." Leave. Yeah. And when I explained this story to Max, he's like, "Dude, they fucking they, you look like a hobo." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. <laughs> Did you go back? I ended up going back, yeah. And then, like, I went back to make a point. A no, I went back like way later. I went back like looking at the worse. End. That's what you should have done. You should have went back looking worse. I went no, I sure. I went back like no. We were like it was a few days. Like, we might even have been earlier that day that we had the rap party. Oh, also, and hair, I had like a shorzy thing on the hair and shave sides and you know what mullet. You know what? I, yeah, I had and I but when I went in then. And there was a couple people in there the next time, and it was a guy like looking to buy a truck or something with his son, and they recognized me. Oh, and it was it was beautiful. Yeah, because awesome. I wouldn't say like I'm never gonna go. Do you know who I am? Because we're, yeah. we're nobody. But I'm like I, I hope he knows that like we do a lot for this community. Right. We're Shoresy. I don't mean it from like I'm a, I'm an actor kind right, of thing. Right, right. But you know we bring a lot of work here, and everybody sure. recognizes that. Yeah. And I'm walking in, and these people are are are, are uh, acknowledging our show. Oh yeah, 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 the other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those people. And now, yeah. but anyway, yeah. and he didn't even really apologize. Is that where you got the white jeep? No, I ended up getting it at home. I looked, and there was uh, there was one in Cornerbrook, Newfoundland, and I couldn't get to drive all these. So, like, I, I started looking at them all over Canada, but then I'm like, unless I get someone there to test drive it, and I had a good buddy there, Darren Colburn, great hockey player, East Coast League Hall of Fame, and um, he hooked me up. And uh, it was so awesome, though. I got it beyond. I, I picked up Penny Lane, and she had no idea. She couldn't believe it. We took what the top off. Like, she was smiling. You know, she couldn't hold in the smile. Yeah. You know, when a when few times that happens. Uh, yeah, she was just so surprised. Amazing. What's the worst injury you ever had? Uh, so, I probably a concussion. Be honest with you, no, 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 they're horrible. Uh, yeah, so I was going in. This is my first year, Laurentian. I was set. I was says my stats say seven games in. It was my fifth game. I was scratched, but I was still in the roster when I was in groin injury. But so, anyways, seventh game into the season, I was going to get the puck 
for some reason I was covering for the D man. So I was the first one and they, they dump, dump and chase. And I was facing the board looking over my shoulder and it was a combination of getting cross checked from behind and hitting a rut right before the boards. And I went head first in the boards and I, Oh, I blacked. like, I'm so lucky. I didn't break it or anything like amazing. I bl- it's in pieces. And then I just remember skating off the ice and I couldn't keep my balance. I couldn't see anything. I was taken to the room and, uh, yeah, I, I don't even remember much. I took the whole rest of the year off of hockey. It was, uh, it, it was a, it was more my decision. Like I could have probably forced it, but like we weren't totally great that season. And it was nice for me to take a year off hockey after taking it so serious for, for such a long time. And I was never like extremely passionate about it. I more used it to have fun and it was like, I was good at it. So I just, you know, got mm-hmm. a degree out of it, all that stuff. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was, that was Halloween night, of course. 2019, no, 16, 15, something like well, it's a bad one. Concussions are real, real bad. bad. I'm surprised people don't break their necks more in hockey. It's crazy. Even if, even if you took like hitting and everything, I'm just surprised. Like you said, you know how many times that it ha- has happened over the years. Like I skate a lot. Even at like rec hockey, there's a nick, and then yeah, you you, you hit it, and then you go into crazy. the boards. Yeah, like I know. Like it, I just think worldwide that doesn't happen more. I don't know. Like you know, yeah. like the hit that you took. If that's a different way, yeah, I've done it. Gone. Oh my god! If I was just over like that, if I was, if my neck was yeah three inches like that, I'm done. Yeah, right. Yeah. Fuck. How many times have you crashed into the boards, lost your edge or whatever? Like. It's it's a thing, and you know? yeah, it's crazy. But anyways, I remember there I was there was a girl I was hanging out with at the time, and I knew I knew everything that was going. I came back to after like twenty minutes, half hour. I knew everything that was going on, but there was a part of my brain that wasn't lit up yet, and it was the girl's name. I was I knew I was supposed to hang out with her. I knew what we were doing that night, but I couldn't think of her name for the yeah. life of me. What like what a random part of your brain not to light up but i know what you mean it happens so yeah yeah, yeah it's it's ha- especially right after i got a like that wouldn't post-concussion syndrome is weird but at first when it first happens yeah and you get knocked out yeah i've had guys the same sort of thing just mark hurley and junior and he just he was looking at me he was like he was looking through me but yeah. he, he was being co- co- coherent everything and then i'm like okay well now we're gonna go to your billets house the hardest or i think it was the hardest days who I'd be like, well, obviously, you know where we're going. And I'm like, how do you remember all of that? Yeah. How do you remember this rink that we're in? Yeah. And we're on the team. Yeah. But the little if part. You're, yeah. If we're on the team and you're half the time that you spend on this team, you're at your billets. Yeah. How do you rem- not remember one and the, the other? But yeah. we're, I know it's, it's really. Concussions are weird. Yeah. Uh, very. Um, can you explain something to me? I want to. I'm curious. Okay. I don't know if you're the one to explain it, but you're a smart guy, so I don't know if you've ever actually thought about it. But you know that AI is here now. I I know, but AI is infiltrating every facet of society, at least in the culture that we're in. So, and the area that we're in. So, now I hear people say it on TV, and they go, like, and these are well-respected scientists. These are, like, people that, like, run Google and, and have stepped down yeah. The like there's there's a lot of people saying it's gonna be the end of us. And yeah. and like here's what so let's just say this is what I did. This is one thing I don't like about AI. Say is that you know how normally I didn't do it today because 
It's last minute, but you know, I normally do a big thing. And when I open, I do a little rhyme, a catchy thing or whatever at the, at the very beginning, you know, ladies and gentlemen, this is so-and-so and I'll go through this huge intro, right? It'll be a little bit of a poem, you know, a little bit of wordplay. And then one of my listeners sent me a message, say a couple months ago, and it was that. And I said, oh, I, uh, wild. I don't remember that one, but yeah, cool. And he goes, no, no, no. I reproduce this with AI. Oh. So he goes, I suck at writing poems, but he goes, look, I just did what you do. And it was like, oh, it does. It looks exactly like yeah. I wrote it. Like yeah. even the little nuances to the writing. Yeah. I'm going, holy fuck. What'd you do there? And he's like, oh, whatever he said, he just Chat gave it like three examples of, of my intros. Yeah. Whatever it did. Yeah. So the first thing I'm going, okay. Uh -oh. It's it's like when the writers and the actors just went on strike. Like it's not all about what people think that it's money. It's, it is money. It's a lot of part. But another thing is the likeness and everything. Like because we're we're entering that territory that like there was just a computer generated movie and it was good. So like if they can write like what it's it's sad that we're getting to the point mm -hmm. that you wouldn't like if 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 I can be William Shakespeare. If that guy down there that works at the gas station that's never taken an English court, mm -hmm. course can be William Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. That's the scary part to me, mm -hmm. right? How, how do we, uh, where, where does integrity fall in and how do we see what's authentic? Right. And when it comes to creativity, I'd rather it be human, okay? There's that. Then there's like the Will Smith end of the world movie, whatever that is, or fucking yeah, Legend or Legend. World War Z or whatever yeah. these are. So... Then there's that, right? And then there's just the internet is connected and robots are going to beat us in a war. Yeah. Right? I, I don't know what is because they're all the way they're explaining it. I always thought it was the violence part. They're going to, robots are going to, but the, 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 the experts that I've been seeing, they're like, no, that's not it. It's, it's AI infiltrating everything. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand, okay, but how? Like, is there a how? Like, what, are they just going to, is it fake stuff? Is it is it is it like being able to be the president and 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 a fake message and and yeah, I'm sure that's I'm sure that's already going on. Yeah, like, you like, figure like, right, like fake videos. Like, think of how far technology is to our knowledge, and then think of like how much they haven't shown us. You know yeah. how much they have behind the scenes, like the people what they're developing right now. It's it's a it's a crazy time. So I I think. Just for example, like small, small thing, like university's dead. Yeah. How how are you gonna vet a, a, an essay now? No, I know that's what is that? What is the process to vetting an essay now? If a kid's an idiot and says, "Okay, let me type up an essay," and then not read it over, and then the woman goes or the the, the professor man yeah. it doesn't have to be a woman. I don't know why I said woman, but the the professor right. goes. Okay, now what, what was it about? Explain it to me. How'd you get your facts? Then you got a kid backed up in the corner. But if he's a smart enough kid and he doesn't want to put the whole effort in hours and hours of research and he just types in ChatGBT and, and reads it back and forth, that takes 10, 15 hours out of the deal. And yeah. how are you going to do that? And then you talk about um, like, you know, hearing devices like AirPods and stuff to like, like this, I cheated like this in in university. I'm pretty sure I put I talked myself, pre-recorded myself the answers, put an AirPod in, put my long hair, put 
hair over my ear and then I can hear myself. That's brilliant. I haven't heard of that. But one. I'm saying like there's just technology will be, and I'm just using university as an example. It's a small snippet. It's a small thing, but like you can t- do that everywhere. What's look at all the jobs that are circ- that are going to start getting chopped down. Yeah. You know, from a lot from that. And not everybody's going to just go into turn into coder coders or technological, but you know, guy, I don't know where I'm going with. No, that. no, I know what you, you know mean. What I'm saying like, yeah, it, I know what you mean. It's going to like, like the only it, jobs that'll be left are going to be the ones that, you need to be in front of a computer to do. And at the end of the day, if you're in front of a computer to do it, and there's things like ChatGPT, then they don't even need you. They could just get the computer to automate the system at the end of the day. Which will... In very short time. Yeah, it'll change the trajectory of what a human even looks like. Yeah. Right? It's going to be sitting around all day. It's going to be a lot... 100%. Yeah. Hunchback. Like, you look at look at all the... Is it scoliosis? The, the spinal thing? Like, people, like... You could see the the from having their head down so much and sitting the the bump on the back of their neck and so many people I don't know I noticed that lately especially living in the states and stuff I see it I don't see it too much here it's the same thing but no I know what you mean it's um, an interesting time do you see this new this new the rookie in the NBA Wembenyama the seven foot four mm-hmm. over seven foot four have you seen him yeah I have I've heard about him but so I'm curious. Watched. This is just a statement, but I, I like he can just like you, he just puts his hands up. Yeah, like an alley oop is one thing, but usually you would have to time it. The guy at least receiving would have to time it. Yeah, he, he's just going and standing by the net, and they're just firing it up there, like they're just chucking it anywhere in that direction. Yeah, it's a cheat code, yeah. and he's yeah, it's cheat code. <laughs> so I thought about it. And I'm like, as time goes on, right? Like the the, the, the there's more. You know, like Manute Bowl in the eighties was seven foot two or something, and he didn't play. He's from Ethiopia, I think, and they just went and like found him and brought him over and taught him how to play basketball. Because if you're that tall, yeah. so like at some point, what if the whole league is seven foot four? They're gonna have to make. The, Can you genetically modify? We, well, yeah, that's hey. now that's that a that's a great. No, you can. Yes, okay, yeah. and that is de- now you like getting very that rich people are. doing That's an it ethics already. course for sure. That that's the first thing. The second, the the. the e- the much lighter fluff side of that. Do you think at any point they're going to have to make the nets bigger in the NBA? Oh, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, we were maybe on. No, no, I like what you're saying. Yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to go where you were saying. Um, I mean, then they're just people that just get bigger. Like, I don't, I don't know how they would handle that. Well, every other sport, like, I don't know. Hockey, like, the net's the net. The goalie can be the goalie. I don't think you're not. Just think of every other sport. Goalie equipment, but in, in, in goalie football, equipment was added. Or, yeah, and you can yeah. check. But it, in basketball, really, if, if you're seven foot four, clearly you can just score every time. So yeah, then it's, it's an empty net you're shooting on. Maybe there's a height limit. So put a height standard. You on. know, like Steph Curry is an unreal shooter, but at some point, if everybody was going around seven foot four, why would you even do that? You just give it to somebody to just throw it. Like is is him dunking even a highlight? It's just putting. Like, how easy is that? Yeah. It's just, you know, it's well, like me putting, it's honestly like me putting that orange peel in that wastebasket. Like, it, it's not even athletic for him. So if yeah, everybody I, was like, at some point, yeah. if, if that works, they'll just go around. And I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not worried about it. I'm just wondering, in a major sport, it's the only th- situation I can think of that you might have to alter the entire game is one thing. But, you well, know, 
in, in the baseball, height of the net. In baseball, they made the fields bigger. There's, here's the thing in baseball. Good, good that you brought that up. What I find crazy about baseball is that like everybody you know loves the home run record and everything, and I do too. It's always intriguing. I mean, who can put the ball out of the, you know? It's why same thing with fastest pitch. I think those are two like raw human accomplishment. How fast can I throw this? You know, 103, 104 now. A lot of them are throwing it, which is crazy. And then, you know, how how far can I hit this, right? Just any idiot over the course of time would probably see those. So I, I do love that about baseball. But I find it funny that baseball, each park can do whatever they want. Yeah. Did you ever notice that? Like Texas, I think it's Texas. They have like a, the, the outfield, when it gets real deep into the center field, yeah. There's like an incline, like yeah. you're you're going up, and there's like a little garden over in the court, like, yeah. and then well, you Boston. could go, yeah, in Boston. Well, we're gonna go with the Green Monster. It's only gonna be two ninety down the line, but the fucking thing's gonna be hundreds of feet high. Yeah, you, gotta, you gotta hit it for twenty five. Yeah, wall or whatever it is. Right, and if you're going, you know, like it, it, it can change who you're even if, if, if and it and it does, but you know, if if one field has great dimension for left-handed hitters and you go out and trade for them you're you're inflating this guy's stats when really he's just lucky he's on that team like I, yeah. what if Wayne Gretzky was shooting at some nets that were three feet bigger yeah and, and right? his home know. net yeah if, if his home if his home yeah home net yeah <laughs> right because it's it's inches yeah. they're out there think of how many play it's it's a great catch when an outfielder goes and catches one like just going over the wall and saves a home run but they're a dime a dozen now, yeah. right? They're a dime a dozen. So that's how close. So if you're talking a matter of like 10 or 15 feet in that area that someone tends to hit it to, yeah. right? They're, they're, they're literally, their major league statistics can be completely different because their dimensions are different than yours and you're in the minors yeah. because this difference, a difference of four fucking feet and you're in the minors and I'm not. And not only am I not in the minors, I just got 42 home runs. So maybe, maybe, right? maybe what we do is we, we petition the NBA to, to just the home, the home arenas can just put the height, whatever they want. Yeah. For the game. Maybe so, that's so, an answer. So if what's this guy's name? The guy who came Victor in. Victor Wembenyama. Yeah. So if 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 uh, you got you know Vic's coming in instead of the ten foot nets, man, you bring him up to even and a half feet, just that game, and then and then they'll have to play it that way. That's so everybody's on a relative level. Exactly. It is the and same. He's on the bench. It's kind of the same thing. And it's a I, shooter's game. No one pays. Yeah. Imagine if we were. Just imagine if baseball was starting now. And you propose that idea. They'd say, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, we're just going to... By the way, all these rules need to be like fucking perfect. And the bases have to be like right down to the millimeter, man. They're out there before the game. It's got to be perfect. The yeah. bases have to be perfect. Everything. The dugout has to be a certain amount of feet from the fucking batter's box. The on-deck circle is it's down to a science. The millimeter. You couldn't get a fucking tick here in the wrong direction. And yet, yet, yet... Ah, don't worry about it. Just, oh, down the line, the actual field, we don't give a fuck. Put the fence wherever you want to put it. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. You would say no one would agree to that. No owner right now, but you don't even think about it when you watch baseball. No. Yeah, now, I like that about it. I'm the not creativity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do like it, and I like that we're at the point that no one even questions it because it's been going on for so yeah. long. 
Um, you ever play in Europe when where the the rinks are just like way bigger? I have, yeah. It's such a different thing. Well, even countryside. We play in countryside. It's an interesting side rink. But yeah, it is. I it makes such a difference, man. I played in Europe for a year, and like it's just it makes the game completely different. It's completely different. It's like yeah. I'm playing field hockey. Yeah, it's completely different. I I thought it's weird because I thought at first with so much open ice it would lead to more goals, but there's not like a lot more goals per game. It's just uh, maybe maybe it's, it's less a, physical. Yeah, but but like there's a part there's a medium ground. Like here's one thing. I, I I honestly come on. I like fighting in hockey. I I, I did it, but I, I I didn't really like the guys that just could, like knowing that I was out there fighting guys that couldn't stand up on their skates. Like you mm-hmm. know, but, but that narrowed it down. Like I don't mind the fighting. The bigger guys. There's some are really good at it. Some are like Bob Probert was a big guy that was an NHL All Star. Mm-hmm. But like I won't name names because you know these are members of the same union I was in and everything. But there's players that the ice gets a bit bigger. They can't chase mm-hmm. you around, right? Now that separates the survival of the fittest. Okay, now, and I know that I could play. That's why I went eighth overall. Mm-hmm. And I know that Shane Doan and Jerome McGinley, guys that I grew up playing with and against, and Sheldon Surrey, you know, they were, these are good players. No matter how big the ice is, if you fuck around, there's going to be a fight at some point because we're, but we don't need it every whistle to be chased down mm-hmm. by some guy that couldn't lace our fucking skates, right? And there was in the NHL players playing like that. But I noticed over there that they just wouldn't be able to keep up, no, right? They'd yeah. go. Some guys went over with the resume, and they just yeah. players that played in the NHL for ten years and then get cut from like the English yeah. elite league because yeah. they can't keep up. Yeah. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this November. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours with promo code THPN and DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, which is 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, L.A. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. It may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. So why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare? Especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off. Yes, 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on right now. You've probably heard me talk about some of Raycon's products on here before. Like how great they are for listening to the Hockey Podcast Network or some of TR's music recommendations. 
Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life or a perfect in-ear fit for all-day lasting comfort. And this past year, Raycon expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. The Raycon Home faucet filter ultra filters the water in your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. It's a must-have for ensuring that the water you use to wash your face and brush your teeth is, you know, actually clean. Or if you're looking for a great stocking stuffer, their 5-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices 8 times faster with 100 watt power delivery. Raycon is known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. It's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site, with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. You know what I hate? I can't get used to earlier. When I said, well, I can't, I'm allergic to that now. I fucked up yeah, years ago when I went on that reality show. Took it to an extreme. Told you I ate like... We went through it earlier, like what I ate for years, and like it was more to keep my weight down. But so I ate a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of protein. But it's not healthy to have like bacon and chicken and steak and in the same day. And pork's not even that good to eat. That's no. I'm just starting to learn a lot about that pork. Like, stay away from pork. Yeah, and I never. It was all about my weight, and I knew that if I ate mostly protein. And uh, I got my carbs. I base it around like going on. So I'm like, okay, I just went on the ice. I'm only eating protein. I just went on the ice for two hours, went hard. Now I'll have a, maybe a sandwich. That's how I get my carbs or whatever. And I go and I just had it down to a science. But yeah, my doc called me and it's like, fuck, man, your cholesterol's through the roof. You can't eat like that. Yeah. So then it became more conscious of, of where, when, and what I'm eating. What when is a big thing too. When's a big thing, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so thing that I hate, even when I just opened up and I subconsciously went, I said, oh, this is my co-star. Not hate, but I find it uncomfortable. Here's other things I find uncomfortable. Calling a human being, your highness, your worship. I <laughs> Are there any words that, like, I find that awkward. I, I don't find doctor awkward. It's weird. Wait. So it's not like a label. Well, you ever have to call like a judge or someone your highness or or, or no, not a royalty, I guess. I've, I've never had to say the words your highness, but people do. Or your worship. I find them... Give me an example. If you were to meet a member of royalty from, I don't know, Papua New Guinea, the Prince of Papua New Guinea tomorrow. Oh, yeah? He's here watching Sudbury. You'd go up and say, I'd say like, if Steve and Larry were with him, you'd go, hey, Steve, hey, Larry. But I'd have to say to him, hey, your highness. Hmm. You find that awkward? Not awkward. I, I don't think it's needed. I, I don't like that. What would you call him? Dave, whatever the fuck his name is. I'd rather just... Sir Dave. And if I was on that side of it, I wouldn't want to be called your highness. No? No. I know... What would I, you I want to be called? I don't called? know what it is. It's, it's like an obvious separation of classes for no reason. 
What would you want to like, be? Why called? are you? Why are you my fucking highness? Were your highness, highness? Were you better than me? You know, why don't you call me fucking king? And mm -hmm. I, I like, I, I, I say I get my back up. I, it's maybe an old school thing, right? Maybe I like fables when the the uh, townspeople take over the royalty. I don't, I don't know. Happens a lot in the Bible. Well, it, <laughs> it, it might. <laughs> It might happen a little bit in the Bible, of course. There's relatable stories in, in lots of books. Um, yeah, and like judges, aren't they your worship? That I don't know. Are other people your worship? No, I don't know. I think yeah, judges are your worship. You 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 have to and I find you have that to retarded. Phrase it your worship. You say to them your worship. Yeah, like Judge Judy. You go into Judge Judy and you say your worship. I'm here today. Blah blah blah. I think so. We can find the answer right now. My phone's charging. Do you have your phone on you? Well, I think we can find the answer. Yeah, and I find that, like I know, whatever. It was hard work being a judge, but it's hard work being a fucking welder. Your honor. It's hard work. Your honor. Okay, and who do you call your worship? You do say your honor. I know you say your honor, but it's like a priest. You say father. Like I used to call him father a lot, but I'd also say brother Estrada. Hey, father, brother. Yeah. Right? Same thing. I think you say your worship as well, too. But let's see. Who do you call your worship? What does the title your worship mean in law? Uh, there will probably be better answers in mind, but our legal system is most English-speaking jurisdictions. Uh, Latin terms, medieval Europe. I guess it's just like another word for, for your honor. For your honor, yeah. But I, I haven't heard I find, but I, I'd rather your honor than your worship. Yeah. But <laughs> there's just something about it. And and I don't know. Yeah. Um, How'd that come up? Like, what were you like watching a YouTube video or something? Well, when did I ask you to be on this show this morning? Right. right. So, because I, what I'm realizing, what I'm realizing here is that we're about to enter the grind I talked about. So right. I'm not just going to have the option to be doing my podcast whenever I want. I did one on Tuesday. I needed to do one today, maybe tomorrow. And I'm starting to, so I said, no, I don't even have a guest yet. But that, for that reason, I can't say to someone, hey, you want to come on my show? Well, we might do it Friday or Saturday. I'll let you know in 15 minutes yeah. notice. So I said, Fish is a good guy to talk to. I'll have him down. And I was just, yeah, I was watching YouTube, um, catching myself up with highlights and then watching uh, possible movies. I'm trying to watch Chip Away at a movie every two days, like either a classic. Even that's education, right? I'm yeah, always yeah. chasing. I want to be a little bit smarter for some reason. Yeah. So if it comes down to two things, I'll watch the one that's more historic. I guess like if if education. if that's a thing. Yeah. Like I watched. Um, anyway, so that's why. So I just wrote these down. And I, I, I sometimes I joke. I like having like two puffs of a joint. Mm -hmm. I have a one hitter, so maybe one even inhale, and then I'll have half a coffee, and that's my little formula. My my brain is working slightly there's slightly different neurons being triggered or whatever it is that i can get into that mode and things that i wouldn't normally think to ask you i'd ask so that's where these questions come from now speaking of that so what i did a couple weeks ago have you ever seen the movie reservoir dogs yes quentin tarantino yes. okay have you ever seen the movie the thing yes so i i think so i hadn't seen the thing what happens in the thing in uh, the early 80s, I think it's 1981. Kurt Russell, it's one of his first movies. Um, they're at like North Pole, for lack of a better way. To, they're up in the Arctic somewhere, and they're they're at this 
maybe military station, but they're they're working up there for a reason. And Okay, there we go. Here we are. Um, so what happens is that the thing can attach onto any mammal, anything living, and take its form. Okay, yeah. So you know how in like Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street or even Aliens, I love Aliens, just saw that for the first time. You know, what happens is that they kind of pluck off each member one by one, right? Yeah. Whenever. So that's also kind of what's happening in the thing but the thing is based on fear where it could be either one of them right the people in friday the 13th know that they're there they're a team they can defend it against it even though it's going to come down to one of them at the end yeah. but and the thing you're looking around going okay wait you could be the thing you could be the, so it's, it's all paranoia and it's like as much self-destruction as it is the thing destroying them right and you get that folks if you haven't seen it i'm not much of a spoiler that you you're you're, you're privy to that 10 minutes into the movie. So, but Reservoir Dogs, he was interviewed. I see this recent interview, and he talks about how he based it on the thing. And he said, no, but really, really though, if you look at it, because he goes, Reservoir Dogs is also, it's fear, because there's a rat. Yeah. The rat's planted, there's a rat in the room. And now they're all, and they, they disintegrate as much as the mob life disintegrate, yeah. like, kills them. It's right. Like, so... And he goes, so it's directly based on it. He goes, if you go scene for scene, it's very, very, very similar to, he goes, I'm telling you, it's one of my favorite. And I didn't see it like that. Wow. And so that's why when I'm on the fence, right? So I'm almost watching these interviews. I'm listening to a lot of podcasts. I mean, I listen to Smartless, Rob Lowe. They're all actors. Right. So that's what I'm kind of doing. I'm going, okay, because it can only benefit me to watch the thing. It's a good movie. Yeah. And so you haven't watched the thing yet. Well, I did. Okay. I finally watched okay. it just a couple weeks ago. And it makes sense. For that reason, yeah. 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 I watched it and as I was thinking about watching it, I just Googled it and Quint the first thing came up was Quentin Tarantino talking about it. Yeah. And then I'll go, okay. So same thing with aliens. I'd yeah. I'd heard I know the alien and like Covenant came out a couple years ago, but I really didn't know. And speaking of that, speaking of that, you know how like recently even like i don't know wonder woman like they, they started to do which they should but you know like mer, mer, superhero movies were always guys and everything and there started to be now like mrs and avengers whatever it is she got her own movie with the franchise and so did wonder woman and sigourney weaver's the lead like really? she was she's alien she's the lead like there's no one even close like she's the hero she's the gritty like she's the protagonist is that what that word is yeah. and and uh, it's just, I just stuff for that reason. It's way no one ever brings that up. I'm like, so they're all heralding all these new films that are led by women is the first time it ever happened. So, I, you know, sometimes you learn a lot about like an, a, a period of time or a movie, not even through the movie itself. That's why I often say to Penny Lane, like if we watch old movies, you're not just picking up that you're you're seeing the way society just inadvertently. Right. They don't mean to do it. You're just seeing the words that they use and everything. Right. Right. You can. Follow your way through history. Well, it said a lot to me because it's like 1981. And I remember being four and five years old and there weren't a lot of women that were leading roles. I tell you that. It was all about Rocky and fucking Predator who was a Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Bruce Willis came on the scene, right? There was women in movies, but it was like Meryl Streep, 
in some great performance, but it just wasn't as much of like action stars weren't women. Anyway, I yeah. thought it was an observation yeah, worth. It didn't come around until probably what, like the early, like I guess early two thousands. Would you say probably there were women? Like, I I would yeah. think you know it's, and if you see this is what I'm talking about. Like if you obviously. I, you know, most people that I associate with, unless it's secret, I, I don't think they're racist. I'm, I'm, I'm not racist at all. Uh, but if you, so, so just putting that racism is bad, and it is, but putting that aside in a box and just looking at it from a, a very objective point of view, that's what I was saying to Penny Lane. I mean, if you look back, black people are playing, or white people are playing black people in blackface because that's what's, so the, the movie is not trying to tell you that. But that's what society was like at the time. Look what black people had to go through. So you're learning as much watching this as you are reading a history book. Right. Because what you're seeing is that they weren't allowed to act in those roles, which, which is fucking insane, yeah. right? If you go back, women's suffrage, so women only earned the right to vote. The right to vote in the 20s, 1920s. Like, fuck. What is that? Mm -hmm. Right? You're almost embarrassed for people that came before. How, yeah. how do you tell a fucking gender that they can't vote? Yeah. But... Again, if you watch a Charlie Chaplin movie, you will see that, right? You, yeah. you, you, because it comes up in the words that they're using. Well, this old silent movies, but he did one called Modern Times, and it's about going to the factories and always being watched, and none of the women having jobs. Wow, yeah. Way ahead of its time, but like I said, you're learning it. If you yeah. watch any movie that came after the atom bomb was dropped, and if it's not referred to, yeah. it's the plot, wow. right? It's it's just the way it goes. Yeah. Um, anyway, I've been. I think that's all I have to really straight up talk about. Um, and that was interesting. I did most of the talking again. Wow, that's right. Your been. podcast tales with tr, right? It is, but you're the guest. Anyway, right. people know that at this point. <laughs> that's how I deal with anxiety. I have. It's not true, but you know, I I often say I'm like. The anxiety that I get is just a lot of it because it often get like I, I don't want to I don't want any special treatment for it or, or, or like I don't mean to use it as an affliction. When I learned early on to like, you know, if I have anxiety at night, I just like write a, a, a fucking story or try to use it. In, if you harness that energy in yeah. a positive way, exactly. it becomes less worrisome. Yeah. Right. So my, when I say anxiety, it's not always like I'm worried. Yeah. It's like I have nervous energy that needs to like come out. Yeah. Well, they say uh, excitement and anxiety releases the same hormone in your body. Oh, fun fact for you. So. Really? Yeah. I mean, you might want to check with the doctor before you believe what Fish says, but uh, that's what I've learned in my travels. That's real interesting. Yeah, I would, because uh, when you say that, and I'd be being being is that serotonin maybe like because I, I guess drugs could oh okay maybe certain drugs could do it too yeah but uh, yeah that's uh, you know you ever get before a game you get anxious right you get nervous and you're also excited you know before it's a, it's an equal equal thing it's before, funny because before a vacation you're you're nervous because you got travel you got to get through the border you know there's things you got to do but hey, you're also excited because you can get somewhere it's a little destination. That's true. It's a lot of uh, perspective. Again, if you if you go back to the philosophers, right back, the philosopher kings. I'm really into Socrates, Aristotle. Did Plato kill himself? And Plato. I think Plato might have killed himself. Anyways, I don't the, think he did. 
one of those one of those Plato things. was Socrates Socrates maybe Socrates Socrates did. was first and his famous quote at first was uh all I know for sure is that I know nothing yeah in, in other words we get a, and then he came up with the dialectic because people were at odds so he said look so that's why again I'm just making this really simple but what it, like his thoughts I mean were that that's why they, you hear the band, the Philosopher Kings. What they're referring to is like philosophers would go, almost like lawmakers now, and they would, and the, the so they would talk about things, almost argue, and be debating all day. But even though they were arguing, which I wish people heard now, like his, he he would say the dialect. We're not going to get any further right. unless we do this, right? right? And you're going to say something amongst all this fucking shit that you're telling me that I disagree with. But you're going to say something that I do agree with. And now, how are we going to? So in order to, we we are going to find money to make the bridge if we do this the right way. Yeah, now I know you guys don't want the fucking bridge, mm -hmm. and we want the bridge, but you guys need money. Now where are we going to meet in the middle, right? And so to be like, rather than go to war, mm -hmm. so what the I guess the people would be voting for philosophers, kind of like now, like to to represent them, and then they would go in in the mornings and have their coffee, get ready and put on their robes or whatever, and then they would talk about matters that would be brought up very, very similar to today's government, but that's what they would do. So like, kind of like a democracy a little bit. Very, it's the beginnings of that, and, and the first first university. Plato, well, I know. So, it's, it's, so I know there's a little storyline that Alexander the Great was, um, was he was raised, I think he, his dad was the king of somewhere, and his dad got one of the Greek philosophers to teach his son from a really early age uh, about philosophy and peace and how to, yeah, you know, you know, do all those things. And then he became, you know, the great. He he conquered so much. But I do want to say this: there comes a point in this knowledge game where I'm not discrediting knowledge. Knowledge is great to have. You know, we learn a lot of cool things. Knowledge and, is power. Someone, know, one of the philosophers, said that. I think it was Rene Descartes. Knowledge with with action is power. I think is what we're learning because and but, then what is knowledge because if knowledge is i'm thinking knowledge like facts yeah See, then you could break it down and go well you could go deep into that. yeah you yeah. can know a lot about something but they're not real facts well yeah. so i think through my experiences and I, what i'm starting to to learn quite a bit is too much information too much knowledge too much needing to know and needing to understand and needing to comprehend instead of just getting to the point where it's just like i like I'm, let me just experience I think is the fault of our society. I think is going to be the fault of all our things. Let the knowledge and the and and everything be left up to AI and just try to experience life. But wait, 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 what do you mean? The knowledge because, left up to AI because how well, do you know that I, it's I'm knowledge? Saying, I'm saying I'm maybe maybe I shouldn't have said it like that, but I'm saying that the there's a certain level, a threshold of like you're you're almost like getting into too much information, like reading all the books and, and, and learning all the things and getting all the degrees and, and upgrading your knowledge. Like when does it get to a point? And this is well, here, more of a question. Like when does it get to a point where like, that's enough? I think with this, I think, well, I think we're at it. Why? Because this is the way the more, the, I, I feel like it's way too What much I didn't right. say was, I think the way AI is going to get us is, yeah, that facts aren't facts. So nothing's real anymore. Right. Yeah, there is no, that's it. There's that's no it. truth. Right. Right. And we're in that. Look, I don't want to get into it politically, but I, I guess I got to refer to something. So, look, I'm I'm really in the center. If I was in the United States, I graduated there. I know it's a, it you know it's it's 
what's happening in the world, it's probably a little bit more relevant than than what's happening in Canada. It's very important in Canada. Of course, I vote, I pay attention, but I'm just using that for an example. Now, I get it, Democrat side, Republican side, for example, there's all kinds of things I agree with as Republicans. I won't even get into examples. And there's all kinds of things that I agree with as Democrats. That's why if I would vote, it wouldn't be like tied to a party. I think that's insane because you're just saying I'm going to do whatever they do. And that's mm -hmm. silly. I would listen to each candidate. They're not really that far apart. If you really, really break it down, the things that they're arguing about are, are just a lot of it's silly. Uh, but when it comes to actual legislation, Right. Like, you know, the things that people generally agree, we need a fire department and we need to pay for it. You might say socialism sucks. Yeah, but you need to pay for that. Right. Certain things you need to pay for public service. How are we going to do it? You might say, but, you know, we need jails. We need schools need to teach. You might argue about what's they're teaching, but generally we have 12 grades, whatever. And then university, yeah. you know, I'm saying generally everybody kind of agrees with the way society's going. But these so but. You know, it's been proven. I know I'm going to lose listeners when I say this because I always do, but I don't believe the election in the United States was stolen. I don't believe that, and nobody believes it. The people that Donald Trump actually – like the people that he chose to run the courts, to his own Republicans, like it's just facts. They weren't. Now, you could argue everything, but and I – so – millions and millions and millions of people, some of whom I'm talking to now, like I said, will never listen again. I'm not even saying I believe this, there's things, but it's true. Look at any just normal journal or, or, you know, doesn't take a deep dive. The election was not stolen. Half the Republicans are saying that because they know it's true. But this is what I mean. So, but the ones that believe it would say, well, that's my knowledge. And I'll say, well, my knowledge is right what I'm saying now. And they're saying, well, no, Donald Trump, I'd follow him everywhere. And he's telling us the truth. So right now there's 30 million people that think it was now, now, democracy itself is being challenged because the people literally and right now like he's he's going to go to jail and he's he's leading the polls that's when i think that's just one example of what's happening now as this starts to surface you know ai as time and if, and if he can do that as a human really i mean he did a lot of the put those ideas in people's minds but now if I go to Facebook, for example, the bubble that I'm in, the clicks that I go, they will tell me articles based on that. And for every reason that I told you it didn't happen, you're going to read that it did. For every person that I can give you 15 articles now that say we didn't land on the moon. Mm -hmm. Right? Like when you brought up Alexander the Great and Marcus Aurelius and there's people back then that Alexander the Great, I, I think, was big for like knowledge and any he, he he there was like libraries that he installed and made sure that there was books and yeah came I, from the greek philosopher oh yeah right it yes did. yeah so back then what i often stephen hawking wrote about this in one of his papers um i, I read it through time magazine excerpt okay but yeah i don't sit there reading stephen hawking's papers but but he like he said like back then say it was a real real benefit to, to and, and you know the books that they were going in to read there was like plato would always say so his thing was like what is reality and what's the truth so we got to be that was based on it so that's why they would it's, and books would be written and you know this is what we know geography and history and you know basically it's hard not to slander or twist something but you know for the most part it was to seek actual knowledge like about our earth about our people about our laws so and if you were able to be taught to read it was a privilege right you find out at 11 years old that you you're you're, you're going to 
go to a school that you're going to read and your parents would rejoice. You'd come at it back at 16, the leader of the family, everything else. Like it was a big, big, big privilege. And now we have the libraries of Alexander plus everything else in our hand at any time we can do. Yet there are more flat earthers than ever now. Right now, flat earthers, there are tens of thousands of them. Just that I think the, the documentary on Netflix is called Beyond the Ark or something. It's wild. So if we have access to all that knowledge, yet, now again, there's probably people that listen to this that really think the earth is flat. I say it's not, but who knows? How, yeah, who knows? So I know, but maybe I don't. So you know what I mean? So then they're all going to say that. So if that, and that's something as obvious, I only use that, because if that's the earth being flat and we can't agree on that, and you really think that you're right, that that is your knowledge, we're fucked. If it's right in front of us, we got the technology to see right in front of us, and I'm going to tell you that that isn't happening, and you're going to believe it, then where are we going to go from there? I uh, really put me on the spot there, Tia. I, I think... I'm not saying you think there is. I'm just having the, the no, no, conversation. No, but I'm, but I'm I find saying, it scary. But I'm saying... From a generalist standpoint, whether you believe flat Earth or not, like from a generalist standpoint, the idea that one thing is a hundred percent true isn't like you can't prove that. Now you're going right into exactly what Aristotle would say you with know, the apple. Is this a what's what is this apple? What makes an apple an apple? It's such an existential interpretation of of life. You can't even fathom that now did you take a rocket ship and go right up and see it yourself no. you're basing it on scientists and technological and leaders of our world now i'm not saying they're wrong i'm not saying they're right but you're putting your trust in something you know yeah so at some level at some degree your belief system is just blind faith now, now see i agree but that's what they would say so what you're doing now is being very articulate and being very diplomatic and you're great at it you're 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 proving my point you can explain you that's right so if everything then so then you can just start going, okay, well, Justin Trudeau's an alien. Maybe. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. And, you know, you're okay, put it this way. We've got lots of things out there. Let's, let's, let's just break it down then. Terry, okay, there's all these shows on aliens. There's, so let's rule out. It's not 100%. He's not an alien. No, okay. So whatever you think of his politics, he could be an alien. Then he can't be in there, right? No, for sure. Well, we got to get the alien out of the fucking... Definitely, he can't be the prime minister. Obviously, being an alien, and then that goes somewhere, and then and then eventually it ends up in a week from now. Yeah, well, no, it'll, and even if you know it's crazy that he's an alien, but you might say, well, he was exposed to aliens. So you might hear the story back and go, well, listen, he's like that because he's exposed to aliens. Seriously, yeah. So that's I think for me the the most dangerous part, and I of the whole AI is finding out. And by extension, it doesn't have to be political. Like you right. said, someone can come on there. They just, sh they showed like it was on with the, the news the other night, one of the channels, they showed the guy, the guys like, this is not me, Yeah, but I'm going to show you what AI can do. Yeah. And, and it, they, you exactly. can tell if you really looked like for a second, but if that's where we are now, he goes, now this just started. Yeah. And most of you can't tell the difference. He goes, at the end, there's a little bit of a wink. You can tell, but other than, and I'm like, and I yeah, believe it right. hasn't just started. I believe they think that they like, that that's just my belief system. Yeah. I that so if I can say, if you can make me say anything, yeah, and hundred percent, then what in the fuck? Yeah. Where's that going to go? And you saw the robots that they're building that look like humans. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now put yeah. that technology and that's where we are now. Yeah. Okay. 
My grandmother, my great-grandmother was born in 1899. She had to take a horse to get to the fucking store when the milkman dropped off milk once a week, like no electricity. By the time she's 70, there's people walking around on the moon. And we have neuralink. So now if this, yeah. Now if this just started, just started and we like, then where's it going to be in even five years, let alone 70 more years, let alone 700 more years. Like, you know, and time is, we look at it like humans, like 700 years is nothing. I, I was listening to a podcast with Lex Friedman and uh, I listen to Lex Friedman and, too and uh, Levy Grossman. He's a Gotham chess. I'm big. Ch- I'm big into chess right now. I could talk about chess for a while now. But, and uh, he's interviewing him, and he and he says, "Well, what do you think about? Because right now in the chess world, AI is big. They call them stockfish. Stockfish is like the computer generated system that knows all the moves before you do. You know." And he said, "Well, I run tests to to see how stockfish does against himself." And then Lex says, well, what if, like for a cheating measure, you had uh, a process that AI, like you used AI to, to play chess, like whether it's a cheat, like so, let's say it's over the board stuff and you had like a little vibrator in yeah. your pit or something and, and it just vibrated twice to bring yeah. the knight to E4 or whatever. So, and Levy said, at that point, you're not using AI. AI is using you. If you really think about yeah, yeah. the process of that, we aren't using AI. It's going to get to a point now where AI is playing that whole chess game. And I think you we think are you're almost being there. the one. You think you're the one moving. The He's like, oh, knight to e4. Ah, but I see this. And he's like, okay, I'll move knight to e4. You see five moves ahead as a grandmaster in chess. Stockfish finished the game. He's already known every algorithm, every process, everything that's going on before – you even know that that knight has to move the e4 in a split second. And I'm using this example to illustrate the fact that you think that we're using AI. You think that we're using ChatGPT. You think we're using the cell phones to gain this knowledge and whatever. The yeah. algorithm on your Instagram is using you. So what you just see for this reason, I, I don't think we can stop. We 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 have to, but. Or it, we can stop it and then no, but we're not going. No, no, no one's going to stop. We need to, we oh, need to I battle mean, it. No, I mean you would, but you know it's not going to stop. Yeah. And all the inventions come out like the ad, like we, Albert Einstein, and company weren't looking to go to war when they learned how to split the atom. They're trying to come up with nuclear fission and how can we use energy right. and nuclear energy in a positive way. But it's always either weaponized. Or turns out, even look at look at what we've done. Evil by nature. I thought about it the other day. Look at what we've done with sex. That's that's what we'd like. Look, open up, like any kid. That, because you know anything. You know, at some point you're gonna get. I used to fucking go to my buddy and found out where his parents kept the fucking VCRs, man, and we would figure out a way to get in there. And you know, it was a. So we saw it, but now you got anything, and it's all fucking crazy it can't get any nut people pissing on each other and spitting each other's face and you know you fucking whore and i'm like this is how people see sex now i think sex changed it now i'm not saying you i'm not saying you kinky to be into whatever you want but when all the worst of the worst because that's what happens that's what's yeah. popular is it comes up first you go to point hub porn hub or one of those it's just look what we've done look what we've done and the, and the craziest part of this is i don't know if you know how easy it is to wipe the internet off some things but there's people out there that monitor the internet and they can take something off in an instant if they really wanted 
to regulate sexual morality, porn wouldn't be a thing. There's there's a hidden agenda between that behind that. If you really think you're getting into something serious, I don't think that there's an accident that there's people pissing at each other on on Pornhub like that. I don't think that's an but accident. That's, but that's what's popular because people but, get kinky. They're they're sick of their their job at home. There's a dark wife. web for all that. But that why is it on the main stuff? Why can my eight year old cousin take an iPad and find that right now? I I don't uh, I don't agree with, with because okay, I, I okay, but. I know what you're saying, but like whenever it's a hidden agenda, like the they is big. Who's they? Right? Who is they? Whenever you whenever someone says they, you gotta really be it's like when people go they with COVID. I'm like, if I know one thing, if I know one thing, Donald Trump and Joe Biden for certainly don't want to be in the same room. Any of their followers want to kill each other. They didn't come up with anything with COVID. They are trying to do this. They, I'm like, there's, yeah, a, regu- just, there's a regular. I get how it could have come out of a laboratory accidentally, and I get, I get that within that. There's I get the conspiracies happen, and I get that big pharma and everything makes money, right. but I don't think there's a they. Like Biden gets there and goes, okay, listen, take all the Republicans in, and here's what we're gonna do. Doesn't matter. We're all gonna put this fucking scam right, and you from the United Nations, you come. Up. I don't think there's a they like that. I think money runs a lot of things, and there can be conspiracies and certain people work together, but for big things like that, like for internet porn, that would have to be a big they. I think, I think there's a regulatory process. That there needs, definitely is. That, that can be that swayed with money. I believe that. Yeah. yeah. So I think, okay, and, yeah, at yeah. The, and, and at the end of that rope and at the end of that chain, there is a they. There is a, a, a governing yeah, okay. governing body, and that's. I thought you meant like all the governments in all the world. No, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm saying they as in so there's somebody decision makers, bro. There's decision makers that have a capacity to limit what certain people see. I know, but how would you limit it? There's a process that. that how, look at what. The, well, what is it? How'd you, you put offer somebody it? on the moon? I know what you mean, but do you, I don't know how they put somebody in the moon. Okay, but, but how? Say, but how I'm, would before you? Before they put somebody on the moon, I would I probably but say until you re- until you. Re- I know what you're saying, but until you come up with an answer of how. Now it could be what, like logging in and getting a what? Are you, if I was a kid, like yeah, like you say, like how do you sports bet? You have to show your ID. You totally to not that. You can't just log on to sports betting and just put your debit card on there. There's a process to limit that right there i totally agree with yes okay, so then how come it takes that to gamble and spend money but yet it's just i think button say, yeah, because i think i think there's a level of like free speech to it you not not free speech but you know that that amendment you, you know what i mean i think there's a level you're asking me the answer i'm not i'm not yeah, arguing for it oh, I, I think exactly. if if you look i think like if you're like those porn companies and everything, I think if you had a good lawyer, you could weave that writing. Like, you know, like, okay, wait. It's like, look, it's like I don't like Nazis, but I can't throw somebody out of, like, I can't be down there if someone's next to me saying, fuck the Jews, I hate them, I'm a Nazi, go Hitler. I I can't get them kicked out of the hotel for saying that. I don't agree with it. I should because that's bad. Something's going to happen bad. We really know it. Someone could say, fuck the N-words, right? right? And you're like, okay, something's going to happen here. But again, because of free speech, and it has to be there to protect you, right? Because certain times you need free speech, but you have to include all of that. I think maybe that would have something to do with it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I I mean, now we're, yeah, I I get what you're saying, but I just think that at the end of the day, I think um, there's, and this is just one part of it that the porn industry. I agree with you. You know, there's, there's, there's a couple of, but it's changed like that one little thing. I think that you don't even think of would have changed. Like, I don't know, man, my daughter, 
she's you know she's dated boys she's 13 she she came to me last year like really nervous dad like you said i could tell you anything well like i don't know like we're gonna go to a dance i'm like yeah i'll go pick him up like yeah. i get it. it's part of life penny lane yeah like i can't deny that um but i i often wonder right i'll just i try to tell her i'm like just some things on the internet are blown up, and especially when it comes to that. I, I don't need to be part of it. You make your own decisions. I'm just telling you that that's not the way it is. Yeah, I, and, see, I see a lot of people's <laughs> mental and emotional stability crumbled right now as a result of their uh, addictions, and, and, and mainly the addictions form from from a lot of things in the online. And I want to speak too negative. I mean, we had a good podcast. I don't want to go too much deep into that, but I just think that at the end of the day, there needs to be some sort of regulatory factor, and then, you know, move on from there but we'll see we'll see where it goes yeah it's interesting yeah. even um i think in our lifetime knock on wood here that we live a long healthy life uh i think there's a lot to see i'll use the word intriguing mm. that's not positive or negative that and is. i think it will be intriguing as was this conversation fish do you have anything to uh, jacob smith do you have anything to promote or say before we head out we gotta go practice i guess do we Oh yeah, pretty soon. No, honestly, I uh, I just enjoy our conversations as always, Tr. And uh, okay, brother, yeah, that's it. It was great to have you on again, folks. If you're in St. John's, Newfoundland, and you're downtown, you want to grab a beer, do it at Trinity Pub, TJ's Pub, Rob Roy Confusion, Martini Bar, Bull and Barrel, of course, Green Sleeves. And if you go to Green Sleeves, check out the great music led by Dave White himself. And upstairs, there's a great five star restaurant called Loose Tie. It's one of my favorites. Very underrated. Go to Loose Tie. See what all the fuss is about. If you want to bite to eat uh, in and around town, why not go to Merchant Tavern, Blue on Water, or Wedgwood Cafe, Wedgwood Cafe. Also, caters, look, contact Peter Wedgwood, Wedgwood Cafe on Elizabeth Avenue. Strength and balance for the body and mind. Ryan Power, power conditioning. Check it out. I'm living proof. Uh, Ryan is awesome at what he does. He motivated me last year, and... Uh, Pointed me in a direction that uh, is nothing but positive vibes and positive for my body. Ryan is an ex-professional hockey player who works with Alex Newhook, Abby Newhook, Maggie Connors and company. Some of the best athletes and hockey players in Newfoundland. Mr. Lube, two locations, Kenmount Road and Torbay Road. See Chris Sparks. Live, laugh, lube. Pitbull Pain Relief, pitbullpainrelief.com. The pain sticks that just don't quit. Check it out. True Hockey, take what's yours. Thanks to Corey Gregory and, and the team at True Hockey. I'm loving my gear and my sticks that just showed up in a couple of days. Folks, I'm out of here. Fish is out of here. We got to go do some rehearsals right now. Some three-on-three. Three. Be teammates again. Okay, I'm out of here, folks. Thanks a lot for tuning in. This has been 178B Tales with TR. I'll be back in just a couple of days. Catch you on the rebound.